T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 7 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. A man is dead after a police-involved shooting near Goddard. We have the story. Another new computer chip manufacturing facility coming to Kansas. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. I'm KNSS meteorologist and holiday. The average high this time of year in Wichita is 51, and we're going to be running well above that today. How warm do we get? Our full forecast here in just a few minutes. President Biden is preparing to speak with the leader of Poland as fears of Russia's growing threat continue to grow. President Biden will meet with Polish President Andrzej Duda. The president will then deliver remarks ahead of the one-year anniversary of Russia's war on Ukraine. President Zelensky called yesterday's surprise visit to his war-torn country the most important in the whole history of Ukraine-U.S. relations. While President Biden was in Ukraine, China's top diplomat was in Russia. Same time, China's pushing back on claims by U.S. officials that the country is considering providing lethal support to Russia to further attack Ukraine. A spokesperson writes, the United States is in no position to make demands of China. China's comprehensive collaborative partnership with Russia is based on non-alignment, non-confrontation, and non-targeting of third parties. Fox's Alexandria Hoff reporting. A police pursuit ended in a fatal officer-involved shooting south of Goddard yesterday morning. An officer was trying to make a traffic stop. The driver did not pull over, instead leading the officer in a pursuit about two miles south of town waving a handgun from inside his vehicle. The suspect's car stopped at 183rd Street West and 63rd South. Goddard Police Chief Lance Beagley says the man got out of his car, began walking toward the officer with his gun in hand. The officer um, tried to give commands and give the, uh, give the suspect uh, an opportunity to drop that handgun before the officer had to defend himself. That officer is now on administrative leave pending the outcome of an investigation by the Sedgwick County Sheriff's Office. A pedestrian was seriously injured after a motorcycle hit her and fled the scene in North Wichita Monday night. Police Lieutenant Joe Camp says the crash occurred at the intersection of Broadway and 12th. The pedestrian is a woman in her mid-50s. Police are looking for the motorcyclist who left the scene. A new computer chip manufacturing facility is coming to Kansas, the EMP Shields plant. To be built in Burlington is expected to produce thousands of chips per week and create over 1,200 jobs in Coffee County. Governor Laura Kelly was on hand Monday for the announcement and says the project also provides for stronger national security. Computer chips are mostly made in China, and that is a problem. It means that both our national defense systems and the goods and services Americans rely upon are vulnerable 
to the whims of the Chinese Communist Party. The nearly $2 billion project is expected to be funded in part by money from the CHIPS Act that was signed into law last August. Police in Los Angeles have arrested a suspect in the shooting death of a Catholic bishop known for his work with gang members. Auxiliary Bishop David O'Connell was found murdered in his home Saturday. Fox's Anita Vogel with more. The person of interest has been identified as 65-year-old Carlos Medina of Torrance. He is the husband of O'Connell's housekeeper who had done work in the house before. Police received a tip that Medina was acting strange and irrational and had made comments about the bishop owing him money. His SUV was also seen on surveillance video in the bishop's driveway the night he was murdered. Detectives found two firearms at Medina's home. No word yet if they are connected to the murder. He's being held on two million dollars bail. The sheriff's department says phone calls have been pouring in to express condolences for the loss of O'Connell. He had been a priest in the Los Angeles area for many years after leaving his native Ireland. Archbishop Jose Gomez called O'Connell a peacemaker with a heart for the poor and the immigrant. KNSS News Time now 704, four minutes past seven o'clock. Men's basketball action, KU on the road last night, and we'll have highlights coming up in sports. And the international pancake race today in liberal Kansas and only England. That story just ahead on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. This morning news with Stephen Dead now. 7.08, 8 minutes past 7 o'clock. It's a Shrove Tuesday tradition that goes back decades. The International Pancake Race in Liberal Kansas today at 11.55 a.m. The race goes on again with the overall score standing at 40 wins for Liberal and 30 for only England. In 1980, the score didn't count because the media truck blocked the finish line in Oldie. In 2017, the race did not count due to a malfunction in the time clock. And in 2021, the event was canceled due to a global pandemic. The women run a 415-yard course while flipping a pancake at least once. A congressional seat up for grabs in a Virginia special election today. The death of Democratic 4th District Congressman Donald McEachin last November has two candidates vying for that seat. Democratic State Senator Jennifer McClellan would be Virginia's first black woman in Congress. There's a lot of enthusiasm and people are just ready to make history. Pastor and Navy veteran Leon Benjamin is the Republican. He says he will take his life experience to D.C. They should see freedom. They should see unity. They should see faith. A Benjamin win would expand a narrow GOP House majority by one seat. Fourth District polls will close at 7 p.m. Eastern. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. Teachers in public schools in Indiana could be required to tell parents if a student changes their gender identity or preferred name under a bill approved by a state House committee. Opponents of the bill, which lawmakers voted to send to the full Indiana House, said it would alienate LGBTQ students, particularly transgender youth, and possibly force kids to come out to their parents. While supporters argue the legislation would empower parents to choose how their children are raised. The bill, authored by Republican Michelle Davis, would only apply to public schools and would not allow them to discipline teachers or staff who use a name, pronoun, title, or other word to identify 
identify a student that is consistent with the student's legal name. Davis said the legislation supports transparency and parents' rights, which she says shouldn't get dropped at the classroom door. Lisa Lacerra, Fox News. Authorities in Florida caught a big alligator. They say attacked and killed a woman. Trappers pinned down this 11-foot alligator, taped its mouth shut, and hauled it into a truck. Officials believe the animal was responsible for attacking and killing an 85-year-old woman. We're told the victim was walking her dog near the water. Experts warn that alligators sometimes see pets as prey. Alligators are very opportunistic feeders. They're going to go for what's easier for them. Alligator expert Brandon Fisher says the animals, especially males, will be getting more aggressive as breeding season approaches in the next few weeks and warmer than usual weather might speed that up. And that's Fox's Connor Hansen with that report. KNSS News Time now, 711. 11 minutes past 7 o'clock. Gasoline prices in the Wichita area this morning. Oh, no change. Still two ninety nine a gallon. I have spotted better out there, though, Two ninety six thirty first 31st Street South and K-15. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. Now the KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Ronnell Williams. Good morning, Ronnell. Hey, good morning, Steve and Ted. Happy Tuesday. How Yay. are you guys doing? It's a beautiful, good. Tuesday. beautiful Tuesday. Yes, sir. Yeah, you know what? Temperatures are still going to be pretty nice out there for at least a couple more days. But I'm, I'm going to tell you guys right now, as well as everybody else listening, keep those heavy coats nearby because we're going to be forced to put those back on in the next couple of days. In the meantime, though, 67 degrees out there, going to feel pretty nice. We do have a, a southerly breeze at 10 to 20 miles an hour. We had light winds yesterday. You'll notice a, a bit of a stronger breeze, but it's not going to be too gusty out there with a partly cloudy sky. There's going to be a 20% chance of rain after dark later on tonight, going up to 50% by tomorrow, but it's not going to be raining all day. Rain just going to gradually shift off to our east and will dry out by the time we get into the afternoon or sometime after midday. When it comes to our Wednesday night, only seeing a 10% chance of rain and snow. So those chances for moisture are really going to gradually go down after uh, we go through the first half of our Wednesday. And then after a, a high of 72 degrees, uh, well above average for this time of year, those temperatures are going to come crashing down. Thursday, high of 38 degrees, and we'll likely keep that winter chill into Friday with a high of only 39. At least the winter blast, though, not going to last too long. Back into the middle to upper 50s for this upcoming weekend for highs, and we should be able to continue that trend into the start of next week. Uh, we also will have a 10% chance of rain Friday, late Saturday, where it looks like there may be some moisture that's going to be nearby. Right now, though, doesn't look like a washout and just something that we'll keep an eye on as well. Right now we're at 37 degrees with fair skies, barely any cloud cover out there, light east wind at 7 miles an hour with a uh, wind chill of 32. It's been like spring the last few days and going to be like spring for most of this next this week, but yeah, like I say, a couple of, couple of days, it's back to winter again, huh? Yeah, buckle up, that weather whiplash is going to be real and you'll definitely feel it going from 70s to 30s. Oh, boy. You think, uh, what, what, what's that saying? I think it's a meme. You, you'd think uh, the temperatures, you know, saw a state trooper or something. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Ronnell. The KSN's. <laughs> You're welcome. Forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Ronnell Williams. 714, Stephen Ted in the morning here. Yeah, beautiful day yesterday across Kansas. It was. High temperature, 65 degrees here in Wichita, normal high 50. On this date in 2013, the second day of a huge two-day snowstorm continued across Kansas. Most of central and south-central Kansas received 10 to 14 inches. 
Uh, but parts of Kingman County received a, a foot and a mm-hmm. half, an additional eight inches measured at Wichita's Mid-Continent Airport, with 6.2 inches measured on the 20th. Now, this brought the storm total to 14.2 inches, making that the uh, second worst snowstorm in Wichita's history. Wichita's worst snowstorm occurred January 17th and 18th, 1962, when an even 15 inches were measured at Mid-Continent Airport. 1962. On this date in 1972, President Richard M. Nixon began his historic visit to China as he and his wife, Pat, arrived in Beijing. And a big birthday today, Kelsey Grammer is 68 years oh, old. Oh, boy. Frazier. <laughs> Frazier Crane. What an interesting, great character. Uh, I, I love that series. I watched it religiously. Uh, Niles was outstanding. And uh, Kelsey was great. Everybody was good in that series, I felt. Beautiful. Classic uh, sitcom. Yeah. All right. Big weekend. Here's what I'm going to tell you what I did on my weekend. I know you're excited about it. Oh, this. I'm very excited. Uh, basketball Friday night at Carroll, as Carroll hosted the Heights teams. Mm-hmm. And my granddaughters were cheering, so we were there. And we watched both the uh, girls' and the boys' games. And it was terrific. I mean, I don't think the girls' game was a two-point victory for Heights. Oh, close one. And uh, the boys' I game was I assume the also, boys' game was not as close. It was very close. It was up almost the same. I can't remember the exact. Yeah, it, might have been, it may have been a ten-point. But it was a good game. It was fun to watch. The kids had a, did a great job. Um, we did have, I got a chance to watch Terry. Uh, Terry has a fire on TV, which I hadn't seen. That's one I have time. not seen yet. It goes back. That, it's that on was my done, list. Done in 1985. And terrific movie. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. You'd, I think you'll enjoy it. Um, I trimmed a couple of bushes on Sunday. You know, those at the corner of my house, we've got these big, I don't know, Kind of grass, pampa grass or something. They get up to about six feet tall. Two big ones. They've grown up over the years. So I had to trim them back. Usually I have one of my grandkids coming come and help me do that chore. But Luke wasn't available, so I just did it myself. And after, you know, after about two hours, I figured, you know what? I'm starting to feel my age. <laughs> well, yeah, it starts to take its toll. Huh? And then uh, the Girl Scout cookies. Bought some Girl Scout cookies at Ace Hardware yesterday. And, uh, yeah, the, the Girl Scouts are out there. So, there they are. we got some Carmel Delights if you want one, Ted, or two, whatever you want. So, uh, well, sounds like a, you had a worthwhile weekend. You had a great, oh, we had a good weekend. Can't re- oh, Shelly and I also went out to dine at a, the local restaurant, had a little uh, steak and a small lobster tail. Hey, now. So, there you go. There you go. Good weekend. Good weekend. That sounds good. All right. Hey, you do anything exciting? No, I had no. a very low-key weekend. Did you lay back? Yes. Nothing wrong with that. Sang at Mass on Saturday. Pretty much just took it easy. Rehearsals for uh, Gridiron Beginning Wins. Six days from now. Six days. All right. Yeah, I got to get some scripts written. Good stuff. All right. 717 now. Steve and Ted here on KNSS on a uh, Tuesday morning. Feels like Monday to me. <laughs> but Tuesday morning time for sports with, with Ted Woodward. Ted, take it away. Yeah, we'll take the, we'll take our focus down to Fort Worth last night where we had men's basketball action. Third-ranked Kansas visiting 24th-ranked TCU. And KU is looking for revenge. Of course, they, they lost by 23 points at home to TCU a month ago. Wow. So I'm sure they've been stewing on that for a month. And last night's game was close in Fort Worth. 
But the Jayhawks had enough to get the win on the road. You heard the game on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Frog fans file out in mass exodus. And the Big 12 is not happy right now with the Kansas Jayhawks. Kansas with back-to-back home games coming up in a week versus West Virginia and Texas Tech. What a ball game. What a toughness win by Kansas. Kevin makes the second one, and it is over. 1.5 seconds to go. A mere formality now as Bob will play it in to Miles. He'll throw up a 90-footer that's short, and you can rock. Chalk it up. The Jayhawks win. KU grinds one out here tonight, and now in prime position for another Big 12 championship. They had to get it done. Three out of our last four on the road. Norman, Stillwater, home against the mighty Baylor Bears, go down by 17, get the win, and then tonight, packed house, a wide out, not really going your way. Jalen Wilson with a game he'll like to forget, 3 of 11, and you grind out a win. Freshman from Wichita, Grady Dick, led the way with 19 points. Jalen Wilson had 13 rebounds. Jayhawks win at 63-58. Five wins in a row now for KU, and the Jayhawks are all alone in first place atop the Big 12 Conference with three games to go in the season. My brother Andy was at the game last night. How about that? Yeah. Well, good for him. So I hope he had a good time. And uh, we'll talk about it tonight. A lot to talk about on the weekly edition of KU Hawk Talk with head men's basketball coach Bill Self. That'll be at 6 o'clock tonight over on KFH. By the way, the new polls coming out yesterday. Houston is the number one team in the nation But now the Jayhawks aren't far behind. KU ranked number three in the polls this week. KU even getting 11% of the first place votes in the Associated Press poll. We have college men's basketball action tonight in Manhattan. It's 14th ranked Kansas State hosting 9th ranked Baylor. What a matchup there. FanDuel has K-State as a two and a half point underdog on home court. KU beat Baylor. On the road a month and a half ago in overtime by two points. And tonight is the rematch in Manhattan between these two teams, both in the top 14 in the nation. That'll tip off at 6 o'clock tonight in Manhattan, nationally televised on ESPN2. College baseball yesterday, Kansas State wins again on the road at Stephen F. Austin, 16-5 for a four-game sweep to open up the season. K-State off to a 4-0 start on the baseball season, their best start in 12 years. Happy birthday today to a guy that had one of the great all-time seasons in Wichita baseball history. Brandon Berger is 48 years old today, a guy that played four years with the Kansas City Royals. He spent parts of three seasons here in Wichita playing for the Wranglers. Especially memorable, the 2001 season here in Wichita for Brandon Berger. He hit 308 with 40 home runs and 118 <laughs> runs driven in. Wow. One of the great all-time seasons for Wichita baseball was turned in by Brandon Berger of the Wichita Wranglers. It's his birthday. He's 48 today. And that's sports with Steve and Ted. Hey, coming up on Saturday night in downtown Wichita at the Orpheum, all the Beatles music you want, performed by Liverpool Legends. And those are four lads who were handpicked by Louise Harrison, sister of the late George Harrison of the Beatles. So it's a lot of good Beatles music. And that'll be a fun night. Saturday night, downtown at the Orpheum, Liverpool Legends. And I've got another pair of tickets to give away. If you want to go see that show, call me now, 869-1330. That's 869-1330. Obladi. 721 now. Keep here for a house call for health. A lack of sleep can have a negative impact on how students do in school. That's coming up. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Yeah, I know. 
Steve and Ted on KNSS is brought to you by Heartland Coin Gallery. This is Steve and Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward, 730 on this Tuesday morning, 34 degrees. Grab your carnival beads. It's Mardi Gras time. This year's Mardi New Orleans has looked more like pre-pandemic years with no more COVID restrictions and parades in full swing for the second year in a row. And for the first time in recent memory, a Latin American man is serving as Rex, King of Carnival. Tulane professor Ludovico Fioli is a native of Costa Rica but has lived in New Orleans since 2000. I've uh, come to understand uh, the, the wonderful good fortune that being able to congregate uh, with the community uh, represents. Today is Fat Tuesday, marking the close of carnival season. Tomorrow is Ash Wednesday, which marks the start of Christian Lent. Tanya J. Powers, Fox News. Another semiconductor project coming to Kansas, a nearly $2 billion manufacturing facility set to take shape near Burlington in Coffee County. The company is requesting federal money from the CHIPS Act that was signed into law last year. EMP Shields spokesman Tim Carty says the 300-acre expansion is expected to produce thousands of chips weekly. The Chips for America Act will guarantee our ability to continue to protect the nation's critical infrastructure. Cardi says they expect to create more than 1,200 new jobs, averaging around $66,000 a year. Earlier this month, Integra Technologies announced it would build a semiconductor plant in the Wichita area, expected to create about 2,000 new jobs. A man was seriously injured in a shooting at a Wichita motel Monday morning in the 8400 block of West Kellogg Drive. Police say the 33-year-old man was shot in the stomach and was taken to a hospital with serious but not life-threatening injuries. The man was treated and released. Investigators learned that the man was uh, with an acquaintance when the handgun the acquaintance had in his waistband was accidentally dropped and Brown was fired, striking the victim. The man's acquaintance left the scene before officers arrived. The United States warns China that supplying aid to Russian forces in Ukraine would raise serious issues. Secretary of State Antony Blinken says he told China not to begin arming Russia after warning that U.S. had intelligence it planned to do so. This would be a real problem for China in its relationships with many other countries, not just the United States. A spokesman for China's foreign ministry fired back, accusing the U.S. of fanning the flames. So far, China has stopped short of providing Russia weapons. A bipartisan congressional delegation began a five-day visit to Taiwan, meeting today with Morris Chang, the famous head of TSMC, or Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing Company, viewed as the father of the chip industry. At the Pentagon, Jennifer Griffin, Fox News. 7.33 now, Steve is out of the morning here on KNSS. Let's take a look at the forecast now with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. We're seeing some high-level clouds move across extreme southern Kansas this morning. Rather pleasant here this morning with a high temperature 68 later on this afternoon. Winds become breezy through tonight. Moisture lifts in after midnight with some scattered showers. Our low 57. Rain early Wednesday, then clearing with a high 72, turning much colder, dropping to 20 on Wednesday night. I'm KNSS, meteorologist Dan Holiday. And now a clear sky, 34 degrees. We have an east wind at 6 miles per hour. Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Ted, just a quick personal note. Mm-hmm. And yesterday, uh, while I was taking a little snooze, my wife decided she was going to 
Uh, figure out how to get our VCR working again. You have a VCR? Yeah, it's got it's got a tape on one side and a and a DVD on the other side. Nice. Um, how oh. it's about uh, 2006 maybe? Yeah, I had, had one and it finally conked out a couple years ago. Well, she was standing there rewiring some things and she, she's pretty good, but she couldn't get the audio coming through. Got a picture, couldn't get audio. Yeah. So she went on the phone with uh, Greg Hefner at Hefner mm-hmm. TV. And he tried to talk her through it, and he couldn't get it done. So we took the, the, the unit, went down to see him. He plugged it in and said, well, it's working it's now. working fine. <laughs> Here, try another cord. Take this home. Went home, and he said, by the way, there's probably another port on the back of that TV for that, that cord to go into. Probably. Try, try that one, too. There it was. It was the other one. Mm-hmm. The other port. Simple yeah. things, man. But anyway, <laughs> thanks, Greg. So you're up and running again? <laughs> yeah, he, he so you can watch all your VHS tapes. Yes, right. We got uh, you know got Snow White. Uh, <laughs> the first one I got when my grand, my first grandchild was born, when Nolan was born, yeah, I got Snow White, so he and I could watch it when he was about two or three. Yeah. And the other day he sees twenty three nights. I want to come over and watch Snow White. So no, all right, come on over. We got her set up. Seven thirty four now. Steve and Ted here on KNSS. It's that time of the week, that time of the morning here on a Tuesday, when we talk with Sedgwick County Commission Chair Pete Meitzner. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Stephen Ted. How's everybody? We're good. Doing well. Good. How are you? Well, pretty good. Weather's nice, though. Oh wow! Can't Sweet. beat it. Huh? Mm. So, I know. so uh, what do you do for President's Day? Well, I'd like to say I just relaxed, but uh, actually had a lot. We had some stuff going on at, at the county level, and I was working on that and catching up on stuff. So it's kind of a kind of a work day, but it was still a beautiful day and. Got it done. So. Okay. I'm just, we figured you put on your Grover Cleveland costume and strutted around. <laughs> I know. Well, I I had planned to take it easy, but it was kind of a, yeah, Tom Stoltz, the manager, had a few things that required uh, me to get on some calls and attend the meetings. They're all, all uh, working out. Just, just uh, behind the scenes, uh, boring stuff that no one ever hears about. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. Yeah. Working on behalf of the people, on behalf of the citizens. Doing the people's business, as it were. That's right. That's right. So. Sounds exciting to me. Yeah. I'll tell you what. So do we <laughs> do we have a county commission meeting tomorrow? Uh, yeah, we do. Um, yeah, I've got a couple. Yeah, cover a few things. It's It'll be pretty good. Well, so you so. probably took care of all the business yesterday. You, you don't have to have a meeting, but no. <laughs> right. <laughs> But yeah, well, what? you know, and, and it might be of interest every year the county appraiser sure. gives, his, uh, gives his report, uh, his annual report. And, and uh, you know, if you're kind of into that, you know, number of residents and commercial properties and property values and, you know, there's there's some data there. But I, I get some comp, uh, some comments that a lot of people kind of find it. It's, it's kind of data-driven and, and can be a little geeky, but but if you're interested in it, it, it gives a really good snapshot of what's going on that uh, he shows historically and and then makes a prediction of what he thinks the future might be. And, and so it's it's pretty good. That, that's, a, that's a nice uh, presentation that we get. So. so that's the county appraiser? Yes. Did you get that, did you get that once a year, once a quarter, or just, just yearly on that? Uh, that public report is once a year we get updated as, as commissioners a couple other times during the year if there's anything uh, status wise that that's going on trends so to speak 
it would get a little bit of update, but not not anything that's of record, so to speak. This, you, is, this is pretty good. You're so, right. It sounds it sounds kind of geeky, but on the other hand, you know, a good many of us here in the county own some property, and it is appraised for tax purposes, and it's it's an important part of what 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 the county does. Yeah, a little bit of curse that uh, you know the value is going up. That's that's a benefit for you, but but at the same time, it's you know the appraised value goes up, and then your assessed value marginally increases as well. So, but as the city grows and and uh, and the, even the smaller cities in the county, or some of them are growing. Uh, that that's that's a positive. That's that's kind of what we want. So, but you, we just uh, we're doing the story this morning about this new another chip plant coming in. At Burlington, you believe that? Wow! So that would be what three forests here in Kansas. I, we've got the one that's yeah. coming here. Is that in Bur- is that in Coffee County? I think. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew that they were uh, had some stuff going on. You know, it's really a good focus for some. Somehow, Kansas, we've kind of put ourselves on the map as being a, a, a here domestically in the United States, uh, manufacturing of chips because of the. Uh, because of uh, you know, 95% of them were made outside the United States, and I think it's a it's a vulnerable spot for our country. So this is good stuff, and I'm glad Kansas and Wichita area is right in the middle of it. Well, it's interesting because so. you you do have some some fed fed dollar, federal dollars. You got state dollars. You got the local people all working together on this thing, and it kind of goes across philosophical and party lines. That hey, we we're going to do this. I am frankly as a lifelong Kansan. I'm surprised that we're on the front end of this thing. Usually we're about eight, nine, ten years behind anything that happens. Yeah, it's uh, and it just I think one of the one of the credits to our resume is just our, our generational history of how how we can focus on uh, manufacturing, advanced manufacturing, smart manufacturing, whatever you want to call it. But we know how to to get those suppliers together and and make things and ship things. Uh, with a high quality so uh, that's just uh, a lot of communities can't can't brag about that of, of course aviation is our is our seed for, for those generations but it's now diversified into into that and in some other areas so it's it's really uh, we're, we're we're heading pointing in the right direction i think so obviously if, if you if you get two thousand nice well-paying jobs here for a chip manufacturer that has that they're always talking about that ripple effect like when you you throw the, the, the you throw the rock in the in the lake and it, all the waves go up. It, it's going to create more jobs and more and more business uh, for each person they, they employ out there. Yeah, yeah, uh, no question. And uh, you know, and it's attracting. Uh, it can attract a whole group of uh, of people that are more interested in the computer side of the world, chip manufacturing, uh, security. You know, Integra does some really good. Really good chip stuff for uh, for the uh, military and for satellites and uh, in the military side, which is highly scrutinized and uh, and obviously uh, it's got a lot of security around it. So they they actually put the finishing tests on chips before before they go into some military operations. So they even though the chips are still some of them are still made internationally uh, today, uh, Integra is. Uh, Kind of is the last layer of, of certification and testing on a chip before it's uh, released into important things like the military. So yeah, they've already got they're good. That's there's that, but you know also 
because of the chip shortage, people there are no new cars on the lots. That just it changed the way we buy and sell new automobiles in this around the world because you got to have chips to make the cars go anymore. Yeah, make sure your VCR is working, right? Yeah, my VCR. <laughs> yeah, well, mine's got a hand crank on it. Okay. Yeah, that's too good. Well, very good. Well, okay, fine. I'm not even going to go into we that. Also, I mean, why not? We also are uh, we're, re- we're renewing the contract for GWP Greater Wichita Partnership, and that's just been a, a, a well, but kind of visible, but really a silent accomplishment. And uh, in 2015, I was still at the city then, and gosh, they were just well, 2014 it actually kind of started, but 2015 it kicked off to where a a dedicated group, small group would just be dedicated towards uh, advancement of, of our economy, uh, attracting talent, local business. So we got it out of the government's hands. It, you know, you didn't call 1-800-WICHITA and talk to a, a government person about what can we do in Wichita or same with Sedgwick County. So we started GWP. It was a small group, and they have just just accelerated so so nicely. You know, I think last year, Twelve thousand jobs or so, and two billion in capital investment. So, and that, the phone's ringing a lot in, in here locally. Uh, again, the coasts are struggling with cost of living and taxes, things like that. So, uh, that we we uh, as the city and the county, we invest a little bit annually. That helps take care of some of their uh, their uh, operating costs, and then the the private sector. Uh, many, many of the companies, you know, and individuals, they contribute over twice of what what the county and city does. So they've got a nice uh, uh, war chest to uh, help execute, and they they were a big part big part of the Integra deal, huge part of the Integra deal. So, so uh, you're going to renew the contract with them? Is that as a yearly, or is that to, how often do you redo it? Every year? Well, it, it is yearly, except at this time for some stability, uh, the county and the city are, are looking at matching uh, a, a three-year contract oh, okay. with uh, with a two-year renewal, and that way gives them some planning and stability. Uh, and it doesn't even have an escalation clause for, for money. It's just going to be the same fixed cost, same fixed uh, amount every year. So I, I – I, Personally, I, I agree with that strategy, and especially if the city, if we mirror it, then then allows her, them to uh, to continue on. All right. Well, listen. Thanks for being with us this morning. Yeah, we it's a it's Fat Tuesday today, Pete. Fat so Tuesday. I assume it'll be a huge uh, bacchanalia at your house tonight ahead of Ash Wednesday. Oh, tomorrow. Yeah. I know, but I know it. You got your costume ready, Ted? <laughs> right. Yeah. Got my beads, my mask. I'm ready to go. Oh, that sounds kind of sick. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay, well, hard to show us your beads on radio. All right. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Pete. We'll talk to you again next week. Cedric County Commission Chair Pete Meitzner was even 10 in the morning here on KNSS. we got a Wichita Business Journal update coming up here in a minute. Local basketball star Grady Dick, part of a new, uh, two new partnerships. That's on the way. Stephen Ted on KNSS.
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Stevens in the morning, KNSS, 7.49 here on this Tuesday. Three big things. Three. New computer chip manufacturing facility is coming to Burlington in northeast Kansas. Two. Police officer shoots and kills a man near Goddard after the man allegedly pointed a gun at the officer. One. President Biden makes a surprise trip to Ukraine and Poland, promising more aid is on the way. Three big things, Steve and Ted on KNSS. Well, a stalled out vehicle, uh, eastbound Kellogg, and it's pretty close to, uh, it's between Seneca and Meridian on eastbound Kellogg. Uh, while traffic volumes there are fairly high, that could be slowing things down. So uh, something to watch out for. Again, eastbound Kellogg between Seneca and Meridian. Traffic update from 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Sunny and breezy today with a high of 66 degrees. 20% chance for rain tonight. The overnight low 52. For Wednesday, 50% chance for morning rain. Then clearing tomorrow's high, 72 degrees. Now a clear sky and east wind at 6 miles per hour and 34 degrees. Hatman Jacks, the nation's third largest hat store, can help you find just the right hat for any lifestyle. With the change in season coming soon, Make sure you're ready for any kind of weather. Hatman Jacks is open Monday through Saturday, just north of Riverfront Stadium at the Clock Tower in Delano. First responders are warning skiers and snowmobile drivers about an Apple feature that is setting off false 911 calls. Fox on set. First responders are struggling to do their jobs after an increase of fake 911 calls. Cook County Sheriff Pat Eliason says they've seen an increase of fake calls from skiers in Lutzen Mountains, Minnesota with the iPhone 14. When people take a tumble or fall, the crash detection feature automatically calls 911. So since December 1st, we have fielded 155 
uh, false 911 calls. In Summit County, Colorado, there are four ski resorts, and they're seeing the problem, too. This just sent our dispatch center into over, you know, overload because all of a sudden these calls were coming in as skiers, as ski season ramped up. When a crash is detected, there is a 10-second delay followed by a 10-second countdown. Apple tells us they are aware of these fake 911 calls and have made updates to reduce the number of fake positive crash detections. With Fox on Tech, Mills Hayes, Fox News. And let's take a look at a local business update from the Wichita Business Journal. University of Kansas basketball star, freshman Grady Dick, a Wichitan who starred at Sunrise Christian Academy and Wichita Collegiate, part of two new partnerships. One is a philanthropic effort with a locally-based financial institution, Meritrust Credit Union, announcing it's the title sponsor for Grady's Gang. That benefits Kansas Big Brothers Big Sisters and promotes sports for youngsters. And Grady's Gang will provide opportunities for youth to attend games and events, as well as for mentorship and support. A park nestled in the heart of downtown Wichita was renamed Chester I. Lewis Reflection Square Park around 20 years ago. But besides a bronze sculpture depicting a scene from the Dockham sit-in, few elements reflected the legacy of its namesake. Over the years, the pocket park became more often associated with the city's homeless population. While the final pieces of artwork have not been installed yet, the city has completed an extensive renovation of the park, to honor the late civil rights advocate, who was known for his work to desegregate public schools, housing, swimming pools, and employment, as well as his role in the Dockham sit-in that took place in Wichita in 1958. The park is a $2 million publicly funded project. And that's business news this morning from the Wichita Business Journal with Steve and Ted. Ted, did I ever tell you I've, ever tell you I've met in uh, Chester, uh, Chester Lewis? And I, was I didn't a, know that. A young fellow covering the courts downtown. Uh, I ran into a lot of uh, the lawyers, some people who were down there going to court. And I, one day he came around and we were standing there. I introduced myself and shook hands, had a little conversation. Chester Lewis always, uh, the thing is, uh, the one thing I remember about Chester Lewis is he was very, very well dressed. Mm-hmm. He had a really nice suit on. And uh, he was—he looked sharp. There's no doubt about it. Very good. Well, that's so, pretty cool. He got his own park downtown there. Stephen Town in the morning here at 7.54. And today is Fat Tuesday. The last day of Carnival and the day before Ash Wednesday. Fat Tuesday is the intertwining of a period of festivals and feasts that lead to a time of fasting and reflection. Yeah, one last day to get it all out before the, Lent. Also known as Shrove Tuesday mm-hmm. and Mardi Gras. This enduring celebration has many traditions and deep roots around the world. Fat Tuesday, Demarius Ash Wednesday. You're right, the beginning of Lent. All right, Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. What else we got for you this morning? Well, I just wanted to point out that my wife asked me to, I wanted to talk to Don Grant about this. My wife asked me to pick up some wine at the, at the liquor store right. yesterday. So while I was out gassing up my car and doing all my, do, my do, honey-do lists there, I went to the liquor store and put a bottle of wine out and and uh, bought it, took it home, and uh, I was just thinking about what a good bargain I got. Seven ninety nine, a white wine for. How big was the box? It was a it was a big bottle. It oh, it was a, a bottle. Box. Okay, yeah, it was a bottle. But uh, <laughs> the guy says he says I, I didn't want to spend as much as eleven dollars. That's way too much. I th- I thought I'd go over that with Don Grant, who's kind of a wine. Well, he would set you on the right path. Yeah, he'd yeah. He'd, he'd give me a lot of grief over that, but. Like I said to the guy at the liquor store, I'm not drinking it, so, you know, she likes white wine, and 
My wife doesn't have a very discriminating. <laughs> we're not. We're just not. You should have just, just bought her a Bartles and James six pack. Yeah, mm, or something like that. Didn't think of it anyway. I, I don't. I don't know anything about wine. I don't particularly care for it. And or a if, white claw. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a wine guy either. If she wants some wine, you go pick. If you got some snooty, go pick it out. I don't care. But uh, when I'm in charge, it's going to be cheap. <laughs> All right, seven seven fifty five now. Keep it here. Eight o'clock hour this morning. The eight o'clock hour. Steve and Ted will be with you to tell you about a, the latest on a police involved fatal shooting near Goddard. Ted has sports coming up in the eight o'clock hour, right, Ted? That's right. We got the basketball action tonight for the Kansas State Wildcats and men's place. We'll uh, preview that coming up in sports. Plus entertainment news. The blur on the way. Yep, we're getting we're compiling the blur. Of course, we'll have audio from The Bachelor Ooh. coming up. So. We'll be looking forward to entertainment news in 40 minutes. Love The Bachelor. And we have traffic and weather, as always. Stay with us in the 8 o'clock hour. Steve and Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 